0: Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a mama on speed dial. So let's dive into it.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. If
0: you're looking to add an additional revenue stream as a creator and monetize off of some of your other passions, beyond just content creation. Maybe you're a really great writer. Maybe you are super talented in design. Maybe you have a passion for web design or social media management. There are other ways that you can work with brands and even strengthen the relationships that you have with some of your existing clients on an influencing basis. And that is exactly what this episode is about. Today, I am joined by Isabella Lampson and Samantha Taylor, who will introduce themselves to you very shortly. They work for a platform called Contra, which is a freelancer community that links independent talent um, for copywriting, content creation, brand and web design gigs, and so much more to brands that are looking for those types of services, um, which can also give you an idea of what brands are paying for those things as well in comparison to to the influencer and creator gigs that you've been getting. So hopefully this will be a helpful episode for you, inspire you to at least start looking into uh, providing freelance services to some of the brands that you're working with and give you a well-rounded picture of additional ways that you can strengthen your creator business. I'm super excited to have Contra. On Kindly Gifted, Isabella and Sam, (laughs) Sam and I talked earlier and I said I felt like I already know her because her face is all over TikTok so you might have that same feeling as well if you're watching this but I'm super excited to dive in a little bit more into Contra, what you guys do and also how creators can utilize the platform to like diversify their income streams beyond just brand deals and really get a client side experience into more intimate parts of their business. So feel free to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit more about what you do at Contra.
2: Amazing. Yeah. We're super excited to be here. Isabel and I have been obsessing over your tech talk actually, and we always see you in the comments and it's just super fun to be connected like this. I'm Sam. I'm the head of social strategy here at Contra um, and my job stands between a lot of different parts of Contra. Like I'm looking over all of our marketing. I'm also looking over like all of our content for our blog, um, helping Isabella with, you know, brand partnerships and influencers and obviously running all of our social accounts. So it's been a wild journey. I've been with Contra, um, for a while now since 2020. And so it's been insane to see the growth and the change in the product over the past, you know, like yourself. So it's it's been a wild journey, but that's my little intro and I'll pass it to Isa.
1: So I'm Isabella, also known as Isa, and I run uh, social partnerships here at Contra. So I'm really focusing on influencer partnerships, brand partnerships, and basically anything in that space um, that we're running on social, whether it's uh, like co-hosted lives that we do on our account a lot or um, podcast interviews and stuff like this. So really just getting to talk to new people, meet new faces, and do all of the fun stuff on social with our community, which is awesome because we do have a really uh, centered community within the Contra landscape. So it's really nice to get to have all these different touch points with people in that. Awesome.
0: I would love to know, and also people listening to this, that are like, what the heck is Contra? Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about the platform and what it brings to the creator economy?
2: Yeah, totally. It's a great question. So essentially Contra allows anyone to create a beautiful digital portfolio where you can host all your past work, offer services, you know, just a place for you to build your business, your independent business and earn money commission free, which is something that, you know, most freelancing businesses do not offer. So it's been a big game changer and it allows people to get discovered by clients worldwide, which is um, super fun. We have people hiring from all over the world. So not only is Contra for independence or as many people like to call freelancers, but it's also for clients who are looking to hire you know, looking to post opportunities and find the perfect independent to work with them. So essentially, we're creating a space where this independent community can thrive and clients can hire, um, you know, the the people they want to work with.
1: And I think for creators specifically, too, there is a lot of opportunity on Contra in a lot of different areas in the social media space. So whether it's um, content creation or kind of a UGC aligned um, content or, social media management, getting to work on different platforms and um, do like graphic design for social media. There are so many different touch points and areas that creators have the opportunity to um, work in by, you know, finding different opportunities through Contra. So I think it's a really great place for creators to really use their knowledge and use their skills in a unique way and get to experience different parts of social media.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You mentioned that this There are obviously other freelance independent networks, which, as an art director, I'm very familiar with them Fiverr, Upward, there's a a ton of out there. How is Contra different compared to those platforms? And what are the solutions that y'all provide versus some of the other similar networks?
2: Yeah, I love that question. And it's funny because I have also worked on those other freelancing platforms before. And so before I even joined Contra, I was a freelancer myself. And I think I quickly realized that there were just so many different tools and things that I wish were different. And when I joined the Contra team, that's exactly what all the people who were already working at Contra were aiming to build. And so a lot of our team has been in this um, space before. They've been freelancers. And so I think having a team who has that unique perspective and can build a product that is the solution for what what they wish they would have had back then um, is really cool. And so essentially, you know, having that independent first mindset when building the product, there's a, a few different features, I think, that helped independents really thrive running their business. And so obviously I mentioned commission-free and you know, if you're working on other platforms, you're seeing you know, 5, 10, 20% of your overall profit taken away from you at the end of the day. And that can be a bummer for freelancers. And I think it also deters people from stepping into the freelance space because they think, oh, I I can't make that much money, right? At the end of the day, I'm going to have to give away of like a big chunk of you know my earnings regardless right and then they think well i don't know how else to find clients unless i'm using these platforms and so from our mindset it's all about allowing people to work the way they want right how can we break down the different hurdles and barriers that have been set against them for so long and one of those things is commission fees which no one enjoys and so being a commission-free platform i think is a huge a huge plus um and aside from that you know, having a place where you can share all of your past work, offer any of the services you want to, you know, getting into nitty gritty about You know, how much you're going to charge, what the cadence is for the project, the timeline, the duration, all of those things, and then making it actionable for clients, right? So if they're landing on your portfolio, instead of having to email you or find you on social or, you know, go somewhere else, they're clicking one button, they're messaging you, and they're getting in contact with you to work on the platform. And I think that's made it really easy for people in our community to actually see the clients that are checking out their their work. To make that action step and so you know once they do that all the work can be completed on contra the contracts are there we already have pre-made templates we have literally everything designed and set up for you so that it isn't a headache right because the last thing you want to do as a freelancer is spend money on a million different platforms to organize your you know your contracts every little part of your freelance business can be in one place and that's really what we're striving to do at contra so commission-free having freelance contract templates like having everything in one place seeing the timeline having your portfolio there and having a community to support you so that's i think some of the things in my mind that set us apart that was a long-winded answer but
1: i think one other thing that's really interesting about contra is the ability to bring a client on if you have um, someone you've worked with in the past who you might be, you know, wanting to do another project with, and you really like Contra as a platform because of all those features that Sam mentioned, you can invite them to a project on Contra as well, and then, um, just bring them onto the platform. And I think that's also really helpful for um, freelancers because you can have everything in one place. It's super streamlined. And also you can then reap the same benefits from the platform that you would otherwise. So
0: Yeah, that is such a good point. We arranged this situation through Contra also and going through the proposal process and getting in contact and gave me a, an opportunity to kind of play around with the platform as well. And I thought that those features were super helpful. I mean, the last thing a creative wants to deal with is admin and like figure out all these different pretty pricey tools, like have to automate that side of your business in terms of sending contracts and proposals and like the costs end up adding up. So it's pretty cool to see that all of these things are already built in within one place. And it's really just about like bringing your client onto there or already connecting with somebody and not having to worry about anything other than the creative, which is exactly, I think what independents prioritize and um, hoping to spend the majority of their Time on. So I think that's pretty cool. Um I definitely have a question regarding you mentioned a variety of different income streams and opportunities to engage with clients on the client side. What are some common services that influencers or content creators engage in through Contra with the clients that are listed there?
1: I think there's a variety of different um types of services that clients are looking for that freelancers can offer in the social media space. I think specifically content creation is huge um, as so many brands are looking to now amp up their social media presence, whether it be TikTok or Instagram. Um, There's a lot in that space for making video content, um, even making like Instagram content, tools like Canva where you can do graphic design are um, often looked for by clients. And then also just in the social media management space. So when it comes to like scheduling content and um, putting together like Instagram grids and LinkedIn writing content and stuff like that, it really straddles all of the social platforms and everything from copywriting to video creation to graphic design, like editing. It really does um, span over all of those categories. It's also a great way for people in the social media space who might have you know dabbled in one area more than another to grow and learn too as creators and get to experience more different um, you know, areas within social media.
2: Yeah, and I will add, like I think we're in a really unique time right now where platforms like TikTok are very popular, you know, Instagram reels are new-ish and people wanna utilize those. And so I think there's a lot of companies out there who don't have anyone on their team currently who are experts at social media content creation, particularly like creating the video or creating the concepts keeping up the trends like that is a lot to manage and I think especially with small teams they need someone who's on the pulse they need someone who is in the nitty-gritty and I think the best way to look at this right now like there's such a shift happening just in the the workspace in the work world is that instead of hiring full-time employees and you know coming up with huge job descriptions thinking of Large salaries, they need long term, like people are starting to hire freelancers because it's an easier lift and because then they can experiment, right? They can say, hey, you know, we can hire you on for three months, for six months, let's see how this goes. And then these companies are then seeing the value without having to, you know, tie themselves into something long term. And so we've seen that shift happen so much. I mean, especially on Contra, like seeing these job opportunities be posted by clients a lot of these are companies looking for content creators who they just don't have someone at their their job or at the company now who can do that. And they're looking for someone who's a little bit more on the pulse. So I think there's a huge area to grow um, in that space. And I know, Kate, you also talk about UGC a lot. And I think that's also a space that's growing right now, which is really cool to see.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, especially now, I think with the great resignation era and also I, I heard Gary be saying that we're in the like great no application era where people are just like not even applying for jobs um have you seen kind of that impact contra in some way whether that be an increase in people joining the platform or even brands and clients joining the platform to list more jobs. Like what has this great resignation, great no application <laughs> era? Like what effect has that had on a platform like Contra or really any other independent freelancer networks?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, it's it's actually funny you bring that up because when we started our TikTok, which kind of essentially put Contra on the map publicly because at that time the product was really early on, you know, we hadn't really shift it to the world and you know we're still even though the product's an amazing place right now like we're still building we're still in that mindset that like there's so much to improve and, and keep improving on but at the time when we started our TikTok it was when kind of the world was in this panic mode almost so, you know people were either losing their jobs or people were being forced to still go to the office when things were not um, very good in that in that I guess space and people said to themselves, like, I want to work for myself. I want to try freelancing. And so the way that we entered TikTok and just generally social media was like perfect timing. And so we saw a huge spike in people joining the platform and really taking that step to to start building their business. And I think it's truly because we, we made it easy for people. Like we said, this platform's free. You know, there isn't really a barrier to entry. Like you can join, check it out, create your portfolio. Like there's, there's nothing that we're forcing you to do. You can come check it out. If it's not for you, it's okay, but there's nothing like you're not having to pay for anything. You still don't have to pay for anything. And I think that, you know, sparked a bit of curiosity in people at the time. And in terms of the client side, yeah, we've definitely seen a lot of companies recently, you know, looking for freelancers because I think again, like the mentality is we're not hiring full-time anymore. We're we're hiring either for projects or we're hiring to experiment for a little bit. And then, you know, maybe then they could go full time. But I think in the beginning of the hiring stages now, people are looking for freelancers who have a very specific niche um, that can fit into those projects or that role or bigger goal they have.
0: In terms of establishing like a niche as a creator, as an independent Can you speak a little bit more on that and like what, why that's important, you know, how that can help you stand out as a creator? Um, I know everybody listening to this podcast is sick and tired of me talking about how important it is to find a niche and establish a personal brand. And even doing that as a creative, like outside of being an influencer can help attract certain types of clients and then allow you to build certain relationships that don't make you feel burnt out or make you unsatisfied with working with certain clients. What have you seen on y'all's end in terms of creators that establish like a niche versus those that are free and able to work with really
1: anybody? I think establishing a niche, is super important for a number of reasons. But like you said, even just on the point of like avoiding burnout, I mean, if you are really passionate about the work that you're doing and you're able to you know focus say it's you're working in social media and you really are interested in one specific area um whether it's like UGC or whether it's even a more specific niche if you're a writer and you want to have social media around that like I think being able to really talk about the things you're passionate about um will help you as a creative be able to like reach your full potential and not get burnt out and be continuously passionate about your work, but I think even further, like in a client's eyes, when they're looking at your work and on a platform like Contra, where you're able to add past projects that you've worked on and almost have this portfolio with all of the amazing things that you've done, um, it gives you more of a sense of identity. Like when a client is looking at your Contra profile and they see all of your work and there's visuals and they're able to, I don't know, see written examples and they're able to get more of your, your voice across. I think when you have a more specific Niche that you're working in, it bec- you stand out in that way. And there are also so many clients that are looking for such specific um, people to work on their projects. You know, if, if it's a tech client, maybe they want someone who has more of a focus in the tech space or in the web three space. And if it's a client looking for a writer, like having those things come across in your work I think is really important uh, to just stand out in a client's eyes as well.
2: Yeah I, I love that insight I, I agree Isabella and I think that there's probably some people who are going to be listening who maybe are new to freelancing or new to just being a creative who are saying to themselves well I have no idea what my niche should be or I don't know what I should like you know hone in on and I always give the advice that when you're, when you're starting out and you're starting to be a freelancer or whatever it may be, that you shouldn't stress yourself out, that you need to choose right away. You don't need to double down in an area right off the bat and something that helped myself and actually some other friends that became freelancers too, was really looking at the interests that I had, right? Like what are just some general interests, right? Maybe I'm loving the environment, maybe I love fashion, whatever it is. And then looking at the skills that I already have, maybe it's web design, social media, and thinking about the skills that I don't have that maybe I want to improve on. And then thinking about, okay, when I'm looking at the marketplace, right, when I'm online looking at these different freelancing sites or looking at job boards, what are the actual opportunities that are available? And like looking at all those things and kind of connecting the dots where, okay, maybe I can test this route or maybe I can test this route. And then just taking action on it and actually allowing yourself to do the work will teach you so much. Because in my mind, I thought, oh my gosh, like I love web design so much. And then I ended up copywriting at the same time. And I loved copywriting so much more. And I still love web design so much. And then with social media, right? Like that wasn't what I planned to do full time, but then it just happened. And it happened to be something that I had skills in the market needed. And so I think just like allowing yourself not to be boxed in right away is really important and allowing yourself to discover the different paths that you can take actually doing the work. And then I think you'll be surprised to see what you actually enjoy versus what maybe you don't. So, you know, if you're listening and you're kind of thinking to yourself, I have no idea what I wanna be working, like what industry I wanna be in, it's okay. And I think the first part of this is just experimenting.
1: As a beginner, when you're trying to find your niche and really see where your strengths are and and determine kind of how to start building your brand and getting into the freelancing space, Um, when you have a a service like Contra and you're able to build a profile and it almost becomes this type of portfolio for you. If you don't have a ton of previous work, like you can do mock projects, like you can try different things, and that can also help you to learn more about what, what your skills are and what you really enjoy doing just by. Practice like it's practice makes perfect. It gives you some more, um, you know, work that you can display to people, and you can add to your Contra profile. And I think it's just the best way to also like help you determine what you feel the most passionate about and what where your skills are, like what you think you're really good at and where you might want to improve a little bit. That's an absolutely good
0: point. Contra is very beginner friendly in general. Like there's a lot of exploration available for somebody who's really just starting out in the independent realm. For somebody who's maybe a little bit more experienced and is either looking to transition from a bun- using a bunch of different tools to kind of like centralize everything or just to have more intimate access um, with clients. Because as a seasoned freelancer, one of the worst things is like finding the time to pitch people and um, reaching out to new people. And some people just like, don't have the confidence or desire to do something like that. Do you think that the platform also caters to people that are in this space where they are pretty seasoned in the industry, but maybe they just kind of want to narrow things down or have access to more clients at once instead of kind of like doing that process on their own?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you said, it's very beginner friendly, but if you're someone who like Isabella mentioned earlier, if you already have clients that you're working with off the platform maybe you've been working with them for years or maybe they're on other platforms and you're like okay I want to ditch every tool that I'm using I want to use Contra we have literally a tool that allows you to invite anyone to the platform by just adding in their email and so they're added into the project like creating a Contra profile like it's a very seamless process and so I think if you're looking to transition things and you're trying to avoid a headache um, using that tool on Contra is your best bet and, you know, just because on Contra, we we do offer, you know, opportunities, right? You can get matched to opportunities. But of course, if you're a seasoned freelancer and you already have work happening, you just want to use Contra to manage the payments, manage the contracts, you can absolutely do that, right? Like you don't have to, you know, reach out to clients or wait for clients to reach out to you if you already have work. Um, you can really use the platform for what makes sense to you in your business.
0: In terms of like success, Stories through Contra, who are like some creators that are on the platform that people can refer to and use as inspiration, who are either really utilizing as much of the platform as possible to their advantage, or have seen a lot of like financial success through working with clients on Contra, or just people that you personally admire that are really dominating the platform and using it to their fullest to its fullest advantage?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. We actually have an entire page. for anyone listening, you can head over to contra.com slash discover, and you can see some of our top independents. And it's a really good way to, one, you can filter by the type of like role, right? Social media, video and animation, engineering, whatever it may be that you're working, the industry you're working in. And then you can actually look at people's profiles, which gives you a really good insight on like what are some example projects that I could maybe add to my portfolio or what are some services that could inspire how I set up my services? And so um, checking out that page, there's a lot of independents um, who are on there who are seriously crushing it. Um, And then we also have a blog that's actually hosted on Contra. So if you just go to contra.com slash blog, um there is an entire section of success stories. So exactly what you said, where you can actually read through different independents who have been hired on Contra and we give you a breakdown of like what the project was about, how much um money, what was the duration, like we give you all the insights to their project. And then you can kind of read a few quotes and link out to see their independence pro, um, profile on Contra, which is super cool. Um, so lots of different places to discover people that are doing really successful things, um, and yeah, it's it's a really cool opportunity just to get inspired by by some people. And I mean, off the top of my head, like someone like Alex Fasulo is on the platform, and she's someone that I had modeled my freelance business after um, on Fiverr when I was using the platform. And so it's cool to see that kind of come full circle where she inspired me to become a freelancer and I modeled my, my entire business, like off of what she was doing. And then, you know, to see her using Contra and having a a profile is kind of a surreal moment.
0: Yeah. I've also seen um, several success stories on there that were pretty inspiring. I think it's also like a really good idea to look through some of those people because some of them are actually influencers that realize that they can like diversify varying income streams and move away from just doing brand deals and also like start doing copywriting for brands or designing like YouTube thumbnails for other creators or you know whatnot and I think that helps like diversify um, not only your income stream but also even build like stronger relationships with some of these brands that you're already working with so that you can then pitch not only just like oh, I can create content for you or I can post on my page for you, but also I can do all of these other things and we can like really solidify a professional to professional relationship. So I think that's super strong. Um, I know that you also have integrations with like, the Web three NFT crypto situation, and so I would love to hear a little bit more how you guys are also moving forward in like the Web three space, and you know all of these really really cool things that are that are expanding also.
1: Yeah, in terms of crypto, um, we do offer for as you know, Contra is a global platform, so we do have people on the platform in terms of clients and freelancers from all over the world. Um, so for payouts, we do offer payouts in cryptocurrency for those who are not in the United States. Um, And it's a really great way for international individuals to be paid because there are no um, transactional fees. And so it's borderless. And that's really nice, I think, kind of going with the same um, theme that we have at Contra of like no commissions on projects. It continues to be really focused towards the independent success and allowing them to really get the most out of their work and out of their paycheck. Aside from that, you know,
2: the team is currently working on some ways to make it even easier to get paid if you are an international independent. So hopefully when this podcast is rolling out, the people listening to it, there are some new features available. Um, the team's been, been crushing it. And aside from that, I mean, also in the Web3 space, there's opportunities that, that do come into Contra for, you know, web three creators or people that specialize in nfts and so you know there are opportunities coming into that space as well and so that's kind of another another area where there's a little bit of crossover
0: what do you think is is like the future of the creator economy what do you think is like the future of contra how are those two marrying i'm so curious because there's just like so much potential in terms of the creator economy and like influencers and content creators and just independents building their own businesses and i'm curious to hear from your perspective what y'all think about what's coming next in terms of the creator world
1: i think a couple of things we kind of touched on before but a just like there are a bunch of new emerging trends in social media one of them being ugc um also a lot of brands turning to these social media platforms for their marketing efforts and so I think content creators have that experience naturally like they already have these skills under their belt and being able to bring that to a place where they can offer them as skills um, for other people I think is super special but there are also a lot of integrations like we currently have a partnership with TikTok where we have jumps links so you can share your content profile on your Um, like just naturally integrated through TikTok on your TikTok videos. And so I think being able to create a profile and then being able to share that with your audience is super special as well. And letting people use your social media to see what other skills you have. And if you want to take that further than content creation and also have graphic design or um, copywriting skills, whether it's for social media or for personal, you know, a blog or anything else, um, all of that is able to be centralized through Contra. And so I think that's really special. Um, also a point that you kind of touched on earlier was expanding what you already know and being able to integrate with brands in a even more involved capacity. Like it doesn't just have to be content creation. You can also say, you know, I also have X, Y, and Z skills. Like here's my Contra profile, you can see some of my past work. Like, I can do all of these other things, and I would love to partner with you in this capacity as well. And really, just expanding those partnerships and expanding the work that you're already doing. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of a, a nice option that Contra gives as well.
2: Yeah, totally. And I think another thing I would add on you know, if you just look at the, the past, like when people are freelancing, even when I was freelancing, it was lonely because I didn't really know who else is freelancing in the world? Like, where do I find these people? Like, where is the community aspect? And I think that's something that Contra, like we're doing, like, this is like the basis of our company is community. From the very beginning, we've had a Slack community, which is still thriving, where there's thousands and thousands of independents, who just give advice, give resources, give tips, you know, who are there just to support each other, and even like share opportunities, right, referring opportunities to one another. And I think, when i when i envision the future of the creator economy i think community needs to be at the forefront and that's really what we're pushing for because it's hard to do these things alone and you shouldn't have to and the minute that you're in contact with people who are doing something similar to you who can inspire you it makes one work just so much more fun but also just simpler like it makes things easier and um i think that's one thing i would want to emphasize and another thing that our team you know one of our biggest values in our mission is to really just empower people to work the way they want, right? Like the norm in the world is working for someone else. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like some people love it. Some people thrive in that space and, you know, all the more to you, like if that's what you want to do and you want that type of stability in your life and that structure, that's amazing. But there's a lot of people who do not, and they don't want to be confined or going to an office or, just generally working for someone else. And so to give people the opportunity to own their work is so special and so valuable. And I think the, the future of the creator economy looks like just that, right? Like owning your work. And I think something that you mentioned, Kate, was like, instead of just doing like brand partnerships, like thinking about expanding into other avenues of or revenues of income. Like that's the smartest thing you can do for yourself, regardless if you're a freelancer or not. And I think having a platform like Contra and having these opportunities and the chance to build a business, right? Essentially for free is a huge way that you can do that.
0: Yeah, I think there's like something unique about working client side that a lot of careers don't really get to experience when they only do brand deals. And so um, I'm also a talent manager and having this like experience of being an art director and working brand side and like knowing all of the conversations that happened on that front, but also now managing talent. I realize there's like a huge gap between brands and creators of any kind because they're not in the rooms where some of the more intimate brand side conversations are happening regarding social strategy or regarding, you know, copywriting or any other types of marketing collateral. And so it puts you in a really strong position of power when you can enter that conversation, even as an independent and like be in that room and then get insight on as, as to your like brand deals or partnerships. So it then empowers some of your other income streams as well and ways that you can work with brands. Um, and I don't think a lot of people really think about like, especially using a platform that's like entirely free, that puts you in the rooms with brands to have these more intimate marketing conversations. Like it just, it it kind of makes you as their professional equal, which I think is something that a lot of creators are striving for and are frustrated that they're not treated that way. And I think that, you know, not only diversifying your income streams in terms of adding additional services and ways that you can generate money, but also gain professional respect as somebody who understands the marketing industry, it puts you in a, in a really excellent <laughs> position, both from a negotiation standpoint and everything else. And then it just makes my job as a talent manager so much easier. (laughs) So um, yeah, it's just, it's a very like unique opportunity to be in that space for sure. And I'm not sure what you guys think, but I feel like that might also be, you know, the future of the creator economy is creators getting even more integrated with brands as opposed to, you know, being comfortable with the fact that there is a gap and a distance.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think that also like thinking about the future of the creator economy and how it kind of relates to brands in this way, is not only in terms of brand partnerships with, with partnerships, which obviously a lot of influencers are doing at, at this point, but also being able to find new clients in more of like, a client facing capacity of using social media. So showing your work, linking your portfolio, like on your socials and using that to actually find clients that you can work for in a more um, that's like client facing way. That's not, you know, you're partnering with them just to create content, but you're actually able to kind of dive in, in some of the other areas. Um, And yeah, I think Contra definitely makes that possible, but also just on social media right now, like it, it can be used for so many different things. And I think even we like have such a strong social community that we've reached out to people through social, you know, we've hired freelancers for different things, um, on the Contra side that are part of our social community and that we found through social media. And so I think just being like really in touch with those people and, and using your platform in that way as well, um, is going to be something that I think shows up a lot in the future.
2: Yeah. Totally. And, you know, earlier I mentioned like building community and I was mostly thinking about the independence that we have in our Slack community and the independent community, but also like building community with clients, like making real connections and relationships is so important. And I think sometimes when you're thinking about freelancing and working for yourself, things can feel transactional and sometimes they are right. Like sometimes it really is a transaction and you may never hear from a client again, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I think if we just reframe the way that we think about work and think about building community, not only with the people that are like us, like independents, but also with people we're working with, it can only benefit you because you never know the doors that are gonna be opening if you don't take the chance of actually getting to know your client or offering to work on a bigger project or like putting yourself out there and um, really, just seeing the work from their point of view too, and right, like what can I do to provide the most value for them, and you know how can I be the best independent working with them? Because in the long term, you never know what those are going to turn into, right? Like they may become a client that you work with for years or for months. And I think reframing the way we think about you know contract work, it doesn't have to be transactional. It can be something that we're doing in the long term. Um, and really putting your mindset of like building community and, you know, expanding your network quote unquote. But I think there's a difference between, you know like having connections, right? Like we have like 500 people plus that we ha- are connected with but like, are we actually, you know like are we, do we actually know who these people are? Have you worked with them in the past? I think there's a difference, right? If you are just prioritizing your energy toward people you're working with or new people that you could possibly work with and really like putting yourself out there, building the relationship is is a huge tip that I would give to anyone in this space.
0: Yeah, I'd love to expand upon that because that is such a good point. It's something we talk about on this podcast all the time. That's another phrase that people are tired of me saying is that this is a relationship building industry. And at the end of the day, anybody that either I've hired brand side or I've worked with, the first thing that I will remember is like, oh, that person was like such a pleasure to work with. They're so nice. I loved just like their energy and they were so, It was. it's never, they're the most talented person here or they're the most skilled person. It's like the people that actually put forth an effort to build a relationship with you and also don't come there to be like, oh, I just want money or I just want this or I just want whatever Um, or, you know, trying to build my resume. It's like people that are really understanding that Um, It's not just about who you know and like what brands you work with, but it's really about like what connections you build truly like emotional connections with those people because that's what they're going to talk about when you're not there with other potential clients or people in their network or just even friends and be, you know, sharing candidly about how it was amazing to work with you because you were such an amazing person or you said something funny or you just like brightened their day with with a simple you know a simple sentence and so um that's something that i think is really also important to remember that like you said it's not transactional and like i think a lot of the times um on this podcast we prioritize also just like putting creator marketing back into the hands of the creator and the best way to do that is to understand that you have to build a relationship because that's the one's that they're always gonna come back to is the people that they feel some sort of emotional connection to, not necessarily the most talented or like the person with the best graphics. Like they can always find that somewhere, but finding good people that are just genuinely interested in listening to you and interested in your goals and objectives as a person, as a brand, um, that's very rare to find for sure.
2: Yeah, and it forces you also start working with people that are aligned with you right because like if you want to enjoy this experience and build a relationship with someone you want to do that with people that you enjoy that you actually enjoy working with talking to getting inspired by whatever it may be so it almost forces you to also like rethink about the opportunities that you're saying yes to because when you're a freelancer like that's something you have to keep a pulse check on, right? You can't say yes to everything. You're going to have to say no sometimes. And it's starting to to think about, okay, how am I filtering? Right. And one of those filters can be based on like the client, right? Like, do I, do I feel aligned with what they're trying, like their goals? Do I feel aligned with their working style? Like, are we on the same page? Like, these are all things that matter a lot. I know it's hard to, to apply these filters when you're early on, but you know, you will get to a point where you're starting to say no, maybe you're starting to take on projects that are worth more money. So you can say no to, you know, some other ones. And that's something else to keep in mind um, for sure. And another thing I wanted to add too, is, you know, like once you're working with clients on Contra, after a project ends, we actually prompt you to add a recommendation for like, if you're a client, then you're going to add a recommendation about the independent that you worked with. And so it's a really cool time to, you know, like just, just kind of like both the independent up and say like, yeah, they, they did great on this. They did great on this and like show that external kind of validation. And then that way, you know, if you're an independent, other clients are going to lay on your profile, they're going to see all those recommendations. And that's kind of another layer of like trust that they can have in you. So not only based on the work that they can see on your portfolio, but also see like all the past, kind of recommendations that have been given by other clients.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. My final question for you both would be what is like the biggest tip that you would give to somebody who is looking to enter the independent world or, you know, work with clients in that capacity? What is something, I mean, we've mentioned a lot of really great ones in here, but what is something that you're like this is a must? this is something you need to know. Or this is something I wish I knew or, you know, something that a friend told me that like gave me a light bulb moment. I think
1: for me, the biggest thing would be confidence. And I know freelance can seem super intimidating. Um, but knowing that there are all of these different platforms and there are places that you can go to really get started and it doesn't have to be like a scary thing, but um kind of within that same vein, like finding your niche. So having the confidence to get started and know what you like, like be, you know, have the things that you're passionate about and focus in on the things that you really want to work in, what would make you happy and feel fulfilled as an independent, and then taking those things and running with it. And I know we've talked a lot throughout the podcast about how you can do that, but I think as like a first step, like just having the confidence to say yes. And then like, know what you like, know what you want to do, like what would make you feel good and then kind of run with it from there.
2: Yeah, it's actually so funny you said that because I was also going to say confidence, but you know, I will change my answer so that we can have some more tips. But I will say like confidence is key and I'll, I'll just add like small comment. I mean, I know there's like the the age old, like fake it until you make it mentality, which of course we're not saying to like fake what you can actually do and like get a paid product and then not be able to do the work. Like don't do that. But there is a sense of like, you know, when you feel that you're worthy to take on something, like when you have that confidence, those things come to you, and then you you do work better because you believe in yourself, you believe that, oh, I can do this, and you've convinced yourself almost. And all of a sudden, you're you're doing it, and it's like, oh, I'm a freelancer full- time. And you know, it just kind of hits you at once. So for sure, confidence is um, super important. I think another thing that comes to mind is just that everyone, has been at the place that you're at right now when you're a total beginner and you have to remind yourself of that, right? I mean, there's probably edge cases where people had upper hands and they probably started freelancing in unique ways, but the majority of people are just like you and they're starting out with a basis of maybe nothing, right? Like you've never done this before and there are resources out there and there are communities out there and you have to remind yourself of that and you cannot... Get deterred away from doing what is calling you in and doing what you want to do and working the way you want. Um, and just go for it, like truly go for it. And there's always things you can do. You know, if you want to go back to that full-time job, you always can, or you wanna, you know, switch up your life path if those options are out there. But if you're curious about freelancing, go for it and just remind yourself like people have been there. And if everything was super easy, it wouldn't be worth celebrating. So You know, it feels good to do something hard. But yeah, I think that would be my tip, my advice.
0: (laughs) Those are so good. I feel like if I had one, it would be um, respect yourself because you are being hired as the expert and being hired as the professional. Yes, they know their audience. Yes, they know their objectives. And that's something that you should be learning and asking questions about. However, if you were not the right person for this opportunity you would not be the one hired and so that you know i think freelancers don't tend to respect themselves because they're like oh i'm just kind of being hired as like a sniper to like execute things and you know you know it's and not really contributing any expertise here but like in some sense you are because you're either hired for a specific visual style or the strength of your skill set in something or based on a recommendation from someone else and that is your superpower and so understanding that you are as much worthy of respect as is your client um is also something to take into account but that also comes with like confidence and kind of understanding your value so it's like all three of these are very much married together um and this like thruple so um yeah, that's absolutely true. And I loved having you guys on to like, talk a little bit more about this because, um, I frequently get questions about how do I do, you know, not just brand deals or how do I like find people that are doing other things and, um, diversifying their incomes in varying different ways. And I think that where I would start would be to say, Oh, you need a portfolio. You can join all these different networks. You're going to need all these different tools. And to know that everything is like, centralized and you can just experiment. And if you figure out this is not for me, then you didn't lose anything Um, is really great because I have definitely spent way too much money figuring out that something was not for me. So <laughs> this is amazing. And I'm, I'm really glad that you guys came on and, and chatted a little bit more about the freelance market, where the creator economy is
1: headed and how creators can use Contra to continue to build their business. That's been awesome chatting with you. Thank you so much for having us. And this was such a fun conversation just to kind of, you know, obviously social media is at the forefront of everything right now. And so really getting to dive in with you about that and how freelancing and this type of work can really, you know, play into it. I think it's a really interesting topic. So it was really awesome to get to chat with you.
2: Yeah, this was truly amazing. I'm very happy that we finally got to connect. Um, And I think also for anyone listening, like if you do want to keep learning about how to work for yourself, we're always posting tips on our Instagram and our TikTok. Our Instagram is just at Contra. Our TikTok is at Contra HQ. So, feel free to hop on over. My face will really be plastered everywhere. So you're hearing me now, but you'll be seeing me everywhere. Um, but yeah, we're just always posting resources and we're always opening it up for questions and just trying to build community around this space. And again, make it easy for you to work the way you want.
0: Awesome, I can definitely confirm all of that because I have conver- have had conversations with either one of you or both of you in the TikTok DMs and are <laughs> so friendly and willing to answer questions. Um, so definitely, Ping Contra HQ or Contra on social media and ask whatever freelance questions you have, but I loved having this conversation with you and I look forward to hearing what people think in terms of how this was helpful to their own independent business. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.